Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. With your host, Steve Garrett, moderator of the world's largest Corvette website, CorvetteForum.com. MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest. President of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri. And radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. Thanks for tuning in. You can listen to Corvette Today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Overcast, and more. And you can also listen on your smart device as well. Just say, hey, Alexa, or hey, Google, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Also, visit the Corvette Today website. It's CorvetteTodayPodcast.com. You can also sign up for Corvette Today notifications, updates, and information at CorvetteToday.ck.page. I'd like to thank our flagship sponsor of Corvette Today, Hendrick Chevrolet of Kansas City. Hendrick is the largest seller of Corvettes in the Kansas City area, and they ship nationwide. Visit ChevyUSA.com or call 913-384-1550. That's 913-384-1550. Today with me, we're going to switch gears a little bit. We're going to look into the world of YouTube. I think one of the best Corvette YouTube channels on today is this guy that I've got with me. This is Justin. Justin is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You know him better as Horsepower Obsessed. I love Justin's 2019 C7 Black ZR1 with the big wing. Justin, welcome to Corvette today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great, buddy. Thanks for being on the podcast with me today. Talk a little bit about how you started your YouTube channel. Okay, sure. In uh, July of 2018, I decided to kind of jump into the YouTube world because I had purchased at the time what was my dream car being the C7 Corvette Z06. And I just had so much love for the car, so much love for that platform that I thought, I have to share this with as many people as I possibly can. And I jumped into YouTube, not really realizing how fast it was really going to grow for me because of all that passion. And it's just exploded from there. I have the C7 to really thank for the entire YouTube thing. How did you get from the C7 Z06 into the ZR1? Well, when I bought my C7 Z06, it was about maybe six to eight months later, GM started actually officially announcing the ZR1. And I thought, well, what do I do here? I really love the C7 Z06, but there is one step up I can make that will just take this thing to an entirely different level. And at first, I thought there's no possible way. I mean, the ZR1 was just so expensive. But because of YouTube and because of the uh, monetization there, I was able to actually go out and achieve a level above what my dream car was, which is absolutely mind-blowing. And the ZR1 literally just took everything I loved about the Z06 and put it on steroids. That's for sure. How many subscribers do you have to Horsepower Obsessed right now, Justin? I'm currently coming up on 32,300. That's amazing. Now, how often do you put out videos as well? I typically try to put out at least one every four days. 
So I'm usually between one and three a week, depending on whether or not there's new C8 news and stuff like that. That's cool. And as a matter of fact, we want to talk about C8s coming up here a little bit because I know that you've got one on order. But let's talk a little bit more about the ZR1. It's such a wonderful car, and I love the big wing. How did you decide on the one that you have? Was it something you ordered or picked up used at a dealership? How did you get that ZR1? Well, I was loosely in the market for a ZR1. I was browsing through some of the uh, listings on like cars.com and auto trader and stuff like that. And I was looking for a red one because my C7 uh, Z06 was red and I really wanted to keep it around the same thing. And as I'm looking through all these listings, I'm finding a couple red ones. And then all of a sudden I'm just scrolling through and my wife and I are both sitting on the couch as I'm scrolling through and I scroll past this black one and it immediately catches my eye. And somehow it also caught hers, and she hardly ever even looks at the screen, and she happened to just be looking at it at the same time I was when that black one scrolled by. And I clicked on it. It was brand new. It had every single option I would want in the red as well, and I thought to myself, could I possibly own a black car? There's so much more maintenance, and every car I've owned basically has been red. And the more I looked at this thing, the more I realized this is the car. So... I actually drove down to Virginia and bought it from a dealership down there, brand new. And like I said, I got lucky because it had everything I wanted and the car was just perfect. It really helps a lot when your wife loves it too, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. When you got the car, what options were on there that you really loved that you thought it was perfect? Is it a manual or is it an automatic? It is a manual. That was the big, the huge option that it had to have. And that is actually a fairly rare option for the ZR1. And GM says that they made less than 30% of the ZR1s with manual. Wow. So once I saw it had a manual, it had the ZTK package, which is the big wing, and it was a 3ZR interior package. That was basically the big selling points for me. You traded in the Z06 then at the dealership and bought the ZR1 and brought it home. That's right. Is the Z06 the first Corvette you had? The Z06 is my very first Corvette, yep. Yeah, that was the same way with me, too. The C7 that I have, the 2014 Stingray, is my very first Corvette because I got my daughter done with college. We paid off the house. I had zero debt. Even my best friend said, Steve, buy the car. You've taken care of everybody else. Get the car. Yep. <laughs> is that what your wife said as well? No, not exactly, but... <laughs> <laughs> It was a little different, but honestly, as odd as it may sound, I was very happy with the Z06, and I came across a post on Facebook about someone selling their ZR1 one time, and I just like started laughing, and I told her to look at how much this car was. Like It wasn't even conceivable to spend this much money on a car, and she looked at it, and then I looked at it again, and we both just sat there staring at this price for a second. It was like something right out of a movie. We both look at each other and go, we could probably afford that. And I'm sitting there thinking, am I really going to buy a car for that much money? And then she actually pushes me to do it. you got to love that. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. As everybody I tell this to, they're like, you're lying about that. I'm like, I'm not. Trust me. Like, I would still have my Z06 if she hadn't pushed me to do what I wanted to do. Like, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's a lot of money to spend on a car. And I was happy with my Z06. So 
I wasn't going to make that move unless someone literally pushed me into it. It was her. Well, we have a similar story, my friend, because number one, my car is torch red, which is the fastest color. Number two, when I was looking around for a sports car, I looked at Maserati. I looked at the F-Type Jaguar. I looked at Porsche. My wife was really pushing for a Porsche with a dual clutch transmission. And we went around, we looked at cars, we drove cars. And a friend of mine that plays on my hockey team, one of my defensemen, I'm a goaltender, he said, I can help you get one of the new C7 Corvettes. I said, how can you do that? He said, I'm the sales manager for the Hendrick Chevrolet dealership here in Kansas City. I didn't even know that. He called me when the first C7 in Kansas City came to his dealership. And he said, come on over, look at the car. You can touch it. You can see it. You can feel it. I can't let you drive it because it belongs to somebody. You can't put any miles on it. But I brought my wife with me and she said, this is it. Get this car. So it was easy. But when we got home, she did the same thing your wife did. She said, you need to go back to the dealership and just order a car. And at that point, I'm not arguing. I said, twist my arm. So I literally went back to the dealership at the end of September 2013 and ordered a car for April 2014. Now, you live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You've got full four seasons like we do here in Kansas City. Well, I wanted to order mine in for April of 2014 and just get through the winter. So I ordered a car at her encouragement and said, done. That was an easy thing to do. Justin, talk a little bit about this because I don't even know myself how YouTube works, but how can you monetize your YouTube channel to make money? Because I know there's a lot of people that do YouTubing only, make videos and earn money. Yeah, so initially when I first started YouTube, I knew you could make money on it, but I didn't realize how soon it was going to happen for me. I really thought you know, this was going to be something I was into for a year or two before the option even popped up. And it ended up being about a little less than three months that I actually had that option pop up for me. And what it ultimately is, is Google and YouTube display ads on your channel once you hit 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 minutes, I think it is, that have been watched on your channel. Once that happens, they can then put ads for typically I see things like Tide, laundry detergent, and stuff like that in the beginning of your video and advertisers basically pay Google and YouTube to do that so that they give you a portion of it as well. That's really interesting because there's a lot of people that are just making a living doing YouTube, isn't there? Yeah, I'm actually one of them. As of the end of March, I went full-time on YouTube. Congratulations, my friend. That's awesome. We're talking with Justin. You know him better as Horsepower Obsessed on YouTube. Coming up in Section 2 of Corvette Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about Justin, his love for cars, and the Corvette. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. Yogi Berra once said, if you don't know where you're going, you'll probably end up there. At True Wealth & Company, we take that to heart. See, at True Wealth & Company, we believe your retirement lifestyle travels through two doors. Door number one, the blue door, gives you more options, financial freedom. Your money outlives you. Every happiness you wish for in life is through the blue door. Door number two, the red door, is where you outlive your money. You rely on family, friends, or even the state to take care of you. At True Wealth & Company, we're not just financial planners. The best way to walk through the blue door is to have a written plan. Make a work-optional lifestyle a reality with our proprietary True Life Map formula. Look towards your future with anticipation, not apprehension. 
Having a rock-solid fiduciary partner like True Wealth & Company is essential to effective financial planning. There's no winging it. There's nothing left to chance. Look, we don't want you to become another Yogi Berraism. Give us a call today at 913-653-TRUE. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Start your financial independence and work-optional lifestyle today. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth & Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. You're listening to the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. My guest today is Justin. Justin lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and you know him on YouTube better as Horsepower Obsessed. He's got a great channel. He's got a great black 2019 C7 ZR1. And Justin, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about your love for cars. Was it always the Corvette for you, or was it at an early age and maybe another car? And how did you get into Corvette? At a very early age, I think I was basically just like every other little boy. They wanted a Lamborghini or a Ferrari. And the picture in my head was, of course, at the time for me, was a Lamborghini uh, Countach. That, of course, was not realistic once I got into my 20s or 30s because the car was so old. And if you look into them, they have a lot of issues that have to be resolved at a very high price. So uh, right around the time the C6 ZR1 came out was whenever I really heavily started getting into the idea of a Corvette. And I just knew that the C6 ZR1 was a dream car that I'd never be able to obtain because it was way too expensive and it was just not something that was realistic for me. And the fact that the C7, Z06, and ZR1 have happened for me is an absolute blessing, but I digress. Ultimately, the C7 Stingray, the same car you have actually, was red and everything. That was what I really wanted in 2014. And I ended up having to pass on it because I couldn't find one. I wanted to buy it right at the very beginning of 2014, and apparently so did everybody else. I could not get one. So I ended up, I'll put in quotes, settling for a Camaro ZL1 instead. Oh. Shortly after I had that, I, well, I had that for about two years. Then that was when I started looking at the Z06. And again, the whole topic of whether or not I could afford this came into my head. And at some point, I found the right deal and had the right amount of money and jumped into this car that I just knew that I would never be able to afford and I would never be able to own. And here I was sitting in my literal dream car. That's pretty cool. As a matter of fact, our story is pretty much parallel because as a boy, as a teenager here in Kansas City, that white Countach with the scissor doors, that was the poster on my wall. Yeah. I, too, wanted that car. That was the one for me. And I had been looking and looking and saving and saving for a 12-cylinder scissor door Lamborghini. That's what I wanted. And just for the heck of it one day, I Googled maintenance costs on a Lamborghini. And that's that's when I just went, oh my gosh, I, I, I can't do this. Yeah. I was ready for the cost of the car. I was ready for the insurance cost. I wasn't ready for the maintenance cost. Back then, a Murcielago was really the car in vogue, 12-cylinder scissor door Lamborghini. Well, if you wanted an oil change, it was $2,000. If you needed a clutch, God forbid, it was $12,000. And at that point, I said, look, I've got to look at alternatives. It can't be an Italian exotic anymore. But you know what? Still in my heart of hearts, Justin, I'm still a Lamborghini fan from way back. I always remember the quote that Frank Sinatra said, if you want to be somebody, you drive a Ferrari. If you are somebody, you drive a Lamborghini. (laughs) 
there you go. Yeah, that's tough because for me, the Lamborghinis, I've kind of grown out of that. And there's really only one Lamborghini I would really, really love to own. And I think someday I may own it. And that would be the a Huracan Performante is like the car that I want. Excellent choice, sir. Excellent choice. That's a great car. Talk a little bit about the mods that you've done on the ZR1, Justin, because as you know, I'm a big proponent of modifying cars. I've been an early adopter on everything. And on my C7 Stingray, everything that was carbon flash or plastic has now been changed to carbon fiber. But let's talk about the ZR1 and some of the mods that you've done and then some of the mods that you want to do coming up. Sure. So... With my ZR1, 90% of the mods that I have done have been cosmetic. So I haven't done a lot with the engine. As you know, the, the car already has 755 horsepower. There's not a lot you really need to do on top of that. But the big things for me, my black ZR1 had red calipers. And if you look up, basically every other black ZR1 you're ever going to see has blue calipers, which matches the blue ZR1 badging perfectly whereas mine obviously doesn't. And I never really cared for the idea of blue badging with red calipers. So I reached out to a couple different places and I finally found a site that was willing to paint these things for me in a way that it would still look factory. So I have ZR1 badges that look 100% OEM minus the fact that they are red instead of blue. It's torch red. So it's literally the same color as the calipers on the car. So everything kind of flows together as far as that's concerned. I have a lot of ACS composite pieces, which I'm sure you're very familiar with them as well. They have a lot of rock guard protection that stops rock chips and things like that. I went with tinted taillight covers to kind of go with the whole blacked out theme. I have the ACS rear diffuser fins that really help fill out the rear end of the car and maybe even help it a little bit at high speeds as far as breaking up some of the turbulent air under the car. I have a couple things done on the interior. I actually changed out the stock seatbelts for an OEM red seatbelt, again, to kind of add some red to the car. I added red rev match paddles, which would be in the same place as your shift paddles if it was an automatic. I'm sure I'm missing something, but that's pretty much it. Like I said, the majority of it's cosmetic, and I put a lot of Expel on the car and a ceramic coating as well because it is black. Well, that's a good thing to do because black is so hard to take care of and keep clean and keep all the swirls out of. I know that your car has been paint corrected and then expelled, so that was a smart call on your part. I think my favorite mod of yours is the red seatbelts because I did the same thing to my Stingray. I ordered my seatbelts and it took them forever to get in because it's a safety situation. And I finally got them in after like seven or eight months. And then a month or two later, GM said, that's going to be a factory option next year on the new Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> I even like the mod that you did on the screen, the screen protector on the screen. Little things like that make a big difference. They absolutely do. And the, the screen protector is, it doesn't really even register in my mind how much protection that actually offers because the way Expel is set up, if you get any kind of little scratches in the screen, they self-heal with heat. If I scratch that screen, it's going to go away. It actually protects against bacteria and stuff. And with what's happening in the world nowadays, you can't put a price on stuff like that. Absolutely. In this pandemic world that we live in, that's a smart thing to have. What other options and mods do you want to do that you've got in mind coming up, Justin? Well, there's a lot that I want to do, but I'm not sure exactly what will make it to fruition. I'm actually looking at a set of carbon fiber wheels, but that one's going to be a tough pill to swallow because I don't know if, you, if you've looked into the price of those things, but they are very expensive. It's like twenty to $30,000 a set. Isn't that correct? Yeah, it's, 
it's up there. I mean, you're looking at literally the cost of another car for a set of wheels. That's true. It would look really good on the ZR1. Especially with black, that would look absolutely fantastic. Any other mods that you're thinking about? Maybe obviously not that expensive? Well, I just put an exhaust on. I uh, had kicked around the idea of possibly putting that same company from AWE, putting their X-Pipe on as well. But I'm not sure if I want to go that route or not because it sounds absolutely perfect now. I don't know if I want to mess with it. Well, I agree with you. I've done a few horsepower modifications with my car. And with your ZR1, like you said, it's 755 horsepower. It's like... Do you need any more horsepower? But I did put a <laughs> I did put a Corsa Extreme exhaust on mine, which was installed at the National Corvette Museum birthday bash, which was really pretty cool. I also used a Haltech cold air intake in mine and a throttle body spacer from Weapon X. I have had some ACS composite stuff put on. I had the Z06 slash Grand Sport vents on the side of the car put on, and boy, that was a game changer. They look absolutely outstanding. Yeah. I agree. I know whenever I was looking at the Stingray originally, I wanted that car so bad because of how gorgeous it was. And then when the Z06 came out, I literally couldn't believe that they took that car and somehow made it even better. Exactly right. I totally agree with you. Coming up in segment three, we're going to talk with Justin more about the YouTube channel and what the future is for Horsepower Obsessed. You're listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. Fact. According to the March of Dimes, 40,000 babies are born each year in the United States with heart defects. At Athletic Testing Solutions, we take that, well, to heart. ATS offers the ATS Heart Check, a series of non-invasive tests to identify possible hidden heart defects in your kid's heart. Frequently, the symptoms of sudden cardiac arrest are masked or misdiagnosed. The ATS Heart Check can help detect congenital heart problems or abnormalities that don't show up during regular checkups or a sports physical. Have you ever wondered about your child's heart health? The ATS Heart Check is a terrific option, and it gives you peace of mind that your child is heart safe. Sudden cardiac arrest claims on average 130 young lives each week. Don't let your kids be a statistic. The ATS Heart Check only takes 20 to 30 minutes and utilizes an EKG and echocardiogram ultrasound of the heart. Visit ATSHeartCheck.com to schedule your child today or call toll-free at 888-537-2597. 888-537-2597. This is the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, the podcast. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. My pleasure today is having Justin, horsepower obsessed, from YouTube on with his black ZR1 C7. It's absolutely gorgeous, and it has a big wing. I always say, Justin, go big or go home. Let's talk a little bit more about your YouTube channel. Tell me about some of the more successful videos you've had and how many watches have they've gotten. Absolutely. So whenever I first started my YouTube channel, like I said, I wanted to share the passion for the Corvette, my C7 Z06 specifically. That obviously turned into the C7 ZR1. And in between there, I started putting out little bits of videos talking about the C8 Corvette, the newest rumors, the newest leaks, all of the stuff that GM was either feeding us or somebody else was taking pictures of when they weren't, weren't supposed to be and things like that. And I noticed that those videos were gaining a lot of traction. People were very interested in what they thought was news, basically. And one of my most successful videos is actually 
it's 11 months old at this point, and it was a video about the C8 Corvette Z06 and some of the leaks that were coming out for that, how much horsepower it was going to have, whether or not it was going to have any kind of active aerodynamics, basically what it was going to look like and all that good stuff. That actually has 374,000 views in about 11 months, and that is my most successful video to date. Now, that video, like I said, talked about all of these leaks all of the spy shots, everything that was rumored. And it's odd because 11 months ago, I watched that video just the other night. I rewatched it, I should say. And a lot of the things that were leaked and rumored in there have since been verified. <laughs> so a lot of the stuff we were talking about in that video ended up being true. And a lot of this stuff is really easy to find if you know exactly where to look for it, but it's, it's in a lot of different places. So I would go to multiple websites gather information and put it together in a video that people obviously very much appreciate. They watch it, they interact with me, and they absolutely love the content it seems. The C8 Corvette's a big seller on the channel. I know why. It's it's a huge radical change for the, the entire Corvette line, and people just can't get enough of it. You've got a C8 on order, isn't that correct? I do. I have a Torch Red C8 coming. Oh, it's good to hear you're going back to Torch Red, my friend. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Talk about the future of Horsepower Obsessed. What do you want to do with the channel? Is there something that you ultimately want to get to? Well, the idea, just like I said in the beginning, the reason I started it was to share a passion. And I do believe that that's going to evolve at some point, but I'm not 100% sure what it's going to evolve into. I have a couple different avenues I may take it, but for now, I'm just going to keep it specifically with the cars and mods and sharing my experiences. I want to also go back, buddy, and talk a little bit more about your C8. When's it scheduled to be built? What options have you put on it? Well, it's actually kind of funny because the car was scheduled to be built March 23rd. And if you guys know about when that plant closed, it was actually three days prior to when it was supposed to be built. Wow. Yeah, it's, it kind of deflated my excitement a little bit, but I haven't got a confirmation on build date yet, but I have to imagine it is going to be very, very soon. I know one other person who has a Zeus Bronze C8. His was just built the other day, and his original target production week was the same as mine as March 23rd. So I feel like mine has to be about to go out the door. That's fantastic. What options did you order on your C8? So I have Z51, Torch Red, 2LT with the front end lift, the engine appearance package, and I got the black open spoke wheels and red calipers and red seatbelts. Very nice. That sounds great. Justin, you also have merchandise, Horsepower Obsessed merchandise, on your channel as well. If somebody wants something, tell us what you've got and how they can get a hold of stuff. Well, I actually have a lot of stuff. You can go right on the Horsepower Obsessed YouTube channel, and it will actually link you straight into all the T-shirts, the hoodies, coffee mugs, stickers. And then if you want any kind of key tags or vinyls, you can actually contact me directly at my email address, which is horse.power.obsessed at gmail.com. And I'll let you know how to go about getting that stuff as well. Justin, thank you so much for being on Corvette today. I appreciate you taking the time. All the best of luck with your YouTube channel. And I hope you get your C8 Corvette tomorrow. <laughs> thank you. I do too. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today, and thanks to our flagship sponsor, Hendrick Chevrolet of Kansas City at ChevyUSA.com. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at DJ at gmail.com. 
That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.